0: life audio Welcome to the Crosswalk devotional. We are glad to have you listening with us. Today's topic is seeing Jesus. We will return to our devotion after a brief message from one of our sponsors. Seeing God, Seeing Jesus Written and read by Kyle Norman Philip said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? John chapter 14 verses 8 and 9 When I was in high school, my grade 12 English class held a debate about the existence of God. During this debate, one of my classmates said triumphantly, I'll believe it when I see it. Of course, he thought he just won the argument. He believed he had figured out the trick for all of faith and life. All he needed to do was just employ the scientific method. If he could just see how everything fit together, then life would make sense, and he could go forward in confidence. In response to his comment, I remember stating, Oh, but if you believe it, then you will see it. I thought I was being wonderfully clever. I believed that I had come up with the response that would undercut his skepticism and move him to a place of deeper pondering. When someone says to me today, I'll believe it when I see it. I don't know if I would respond like my high school self. I say this because this is not how Jesus responds to Philip. In the reading above, Philip voices the ancient equivalent to I'll believe it when I see it. Jesus had just finished talking about his upcoming crucifixion. He calls the disciples to believe in God, believe also in me. And he talks about coming back to receive them, to take them to where he is. In response, Philip says, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. For Philip, all lingering doubt, fear, or trouble of heart would disappear if Jesus would just peel back the spiritual curtain and let them see the fullness of God. Jesus doesn't respond to Philip with high school cleverness. He doesn't say, "Oh, Philip, if you believe, then you will see. No. Jesus looks at Philip and says, Philip, you have seen. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. Jesus points to himself as the full manifestation of who God is in this world. To look at Jesus is to look at God. Every once in a while, people suggest that Jesus never claimed divine status, but that's fundamentally not true. He does it here. Jesus makes clear that he identifies uniquely with the presence of the Father. This is backed up by the rest of Scripture. Jesus is the full disclosure of God's presence. Paul writes, He is the image of the invisible God, and that in Jesus all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. The book of Hebrews talks about how Jesus is the full reflection of God's glory, the very imprint. Of God's being. And the opening chapter of John says that God became flesh and camped among us. These are bold and audacious statements. Just think about it. Even if I am the splitting image of my grandfather, I would never say that to see me is to see my grandfather. Nor could I claim my words are his words or that my grandfather acts through me. But these are all things that Jesus says. Who Jesus is, what Jesus said, and what Jesus did testify that he is not just a random sage or teacher. He isn't someone who had lovely things to say about God. No, Jesus is God. We cannot divorce what he said from what he did. And we cannot separate his statements on love and peace and forgiveness from his statements of self-identity as one with the Father. Intersecting Faith and Life When Jesus responds to Philip, he's not intending to lead him in a Bible study, nor move him through some intense lesson in theology. Jesus is commenting on the deep yearning of Philip's heart. Jesus wants to give him the assurance and comfort that he needs to navigate his life of faith, a life that wouldn't always be lived in certainty. And it certainly wouldn't always be easy. Jesus wants the disciples to know that despite any question or doubt they may have, they can have confidence in who he is because he never once misrepresented the reality of God in their lives. If we are honest. This is a truth that we need to be reminded of from time to time. We all need comfort and encouragement. We all need to be reminded that Jesus is not just a character in a story or a teacher of long ago. He is the Lord of life and salvation. He is the way to God, the truth of God, and the life of God. For everyone who asks the question, how do I know God? or how do I get close to God, or how do I get to heaven, or any permeation of that type of question, Jesus points to himself as the answer. To anyone longing for an experience of God, the answer is fully revealed. Get close to Jesus, because he is the way that all those deep spiritual longings are fully and finally fulfilled. For further reading, Read John 14, verses 1 through 14, Colossians 1, verses 15 through 20, and I am the way, the truth, and the life, what Jesus really meant, on crosswalk.com. The Crosswalk Devotional is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. There's nothing in this world that He cannot do if we truly allow his love. We can do nothing without him. Anything that we do apart from him is not something that's permanent. All need is grace. That's everybody. We are all broken people on our way to a place that we believe is, is waiting on us in heaven. You can find more of Bridges with Monica Schmelter at lifeaudio.com. In Christ, we are all one family. Amen.